Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro Podcast. I am Shauna Simawang. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so that they can be more effective in their jobs. Today, I'm really excited to have Elena from Santa Commerce join us. Elena, I would love for you to introduce yourself, your role, and your organization to our audience. Thank you, Shauna. Hi, my name is Eline van der Brink, and I lead a global team in sales enablement and operations at Sana Commerce, a software company in the e-commerce space. And we basically make, make e-commerce and ERP systems work as one for B2B organizations. I'm from the Netherlands, as you might have heard by my accent. Um, I'm from a beautiful city called Rotterdam, and I have a background in supply chain management and operations. I've been in the sales enablement space for about five years now. And when I started at Sana, I was the only one in our commercial team, basically, with a full focus on providing insights into our commercial performance and making our sales operations more efficient. And over the years, I have further developed the team, formalized our approach into what we now call sales enablement and operations. Alina, thank you so much for joining us. And you have such a beautiful name. I'm, I'm jealous I can't pronounce it as beautifully as you do. Now, to, to dive right in, given your position and how you oversee both sales enablement and operations, what does the intersection between those two disciplines look like from your perspective? From my point of view, I think enablement and operations, they can really strengthen each other. So for us, operations focuses more on the technical side, the process side of things like tooling, activity tracking, KPI reporting, processing deals. But enablement can really reinforce this. And the other way around, it, it also works. So for example, enablement thinks about how do we land new processes and solutions that maybe the operations team came up with? How do we make sure that they land in our organization, that they are adopted? Um, how do we make sure that all of this knowledge is captured in a great onboarding program? How do we make sure that our sellers can always access the right marketing and product content at the right time and also ensure that they actually use it when, when it's needed? It often happens that our enablement team would actually come up with a great idea on how to capture more insights on the usage of content in our sales process. And they might want to embed this in reporting or in other technology like our CRM system. And that's where operation would then come in and, and they would collaborate on making that happen. And the other way around, operations has access to lots of data from tracking sales activities to more performance related data. And they would use this as, as input to determine, for example, where bottlenecks are in our process and if additional training is needed in certain areas. And that's where enablement can then add great value, creating more content or e-learnings or better onboarding um, to improve that. I think that's that's spot on. Now, you also mentioned in your intro that you have expertise in supply chain management and, and really thinking about how to optimize business processes. Now, how does this expertise inform your approach to sales enablement and operations? And, and how can sales enablement practitioners really think about helping to streamline processes for salespeople? Oh, yes, I'm a very uh, process-minded person. I, I see everything as a supply chain <laughs> with, at the end, I think, the, the value that we deliver to our customer, uh, which can be internal or, or external. Um, even though we don't sell a tangible product at Sana, we, we sell software, 
I basically see our entire commercial process as a supply chain. So every time our enablement team is facing a complex challenge or we need to rethink a certain process, I try to encourage my team to really visualize that from start to end. So what is your desired end result? Who is doing what? Um, how does information flow from one person to another or from one system to another? And that often helps us to identify where things can be improved, to be more efficient, to be more effective. And most of what we do in enablement and operations has impact on either efficiency or performance. So I do believe that that's a great starting point for us. Absolutely. Now, as a sales enablement professional, uh, it, it's also really important. Um, you you have a ton of stakeholders within the organization, and you know on LinkedIn you had mentioned the importance of translating the needs of stakeholders into your plans. I'd love some advice from you. Uh, how can sales enablement collaborate with stakeholders from across the organization, really, to improve alignment on all of the strategic initiatives for the organization? Yeah, I think sales enablement is, is a key player in the alignment between management, um, marketing, sales, product team, delivery team in, in our case. And even though our goal is to enable our sales team to be successful, we also understand and act upon the challenges and needs from those other departments. So I think in enablement, you really have the ideal position to bring all of that together um, for example, last quarter, we drove an initiative where we combined sales data on the usage of content and capturing sellers' uh, qualitative input as well, and then combining that with marketing's content strategy in order to drive real improvements into what assets we share out into the market. And we also worked with the product team to create better demo environments to showcase our products. Uh, which our sellers use, but we also take into consideration the needs and the challenges that our product developers face. I love that. Now, one strategic initiative that you're passionate about is enhancing diversity and inclusion in the workplace. Um, and I believe you are even part of the DNI team for your organization. And in a recent article, you talked about the importance of DNI, saying that it means everyone can be their their true selves without compromising their identity. And 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 personally, that is an area that I am extremely passionate about as well. I would love to hear from you and for our audience. How can enablement help to ensure that people feel included and safe um, to be their authentic selves at work? That's a great question. I truly believe that in enablement, um, you are the eyes and ears of, of the commercial organization, and you should use that ability to spot issues early on and making sure that things can be discussed openly and with the right person. And what I see in, in our organization is that often people from all over the business would ask my team, why does it always seem like you know everyone in the company? Uh, well, I think we do. We do actually know a lot of people in the company because we have such a central position in the organization where we talk with so many different stakeholders and people uh, from different regions, different teams, that we really know a lot about what's going on. And we really understand the different challenges and, and the different cultures that people actually uh, have to work with. Now, our company is still growing and scaling up. So we're not a large enterprise yet. We currently have around 500 employees worldwide. So I can imagine that if you're in a larger enterprise, it's more difficult to always know everything that's going on, right? 
in, as an enablement team, you're probably not going to know everything in the entire organization. But on a smaller scale, I think still within your department or within your region, enablement can fulfill that role uh, being in that central position. I couldn't agree more. Now, another area where inclusivity comes into place is is with regard to gender diversity. Um, and I know that you have also been a really strong advocate for that, um, particularly for women in tech. So what has been your own experience navigating the industry and, and being able to rise up to the levels of leadership throughout your career? Now, I, I'm lucky to be working in a position and in a company where I could really craft my own job. So even though the environment I was working in at the beginning was predominantly male, I still built the team from scratch. And therefore, I could also prove myself in the field before I became the leader of the team. And I also think that maybe it's not something that I like about myself, but I'm going to share it anyway. But throughout my career, I've been very good at adjusting my behavior and my attitude to what was expected from me by my mostly male colleagues. So it got me to where I am now, but it also took quite some self-reflection and rethinking about, okay, who am I really? And how can I be a good leader while also staying true to myself? And that's exactly one of the things that I want to make other women aware of so that they can avoid this type of behavior in their journey, um, and that they can really stay true to themselves, but also be a great leader. And that's why together with a colleague, um, I've initiated a women in tech community at our company, and we're trying to enable other women to overcome these challenges and be more confident in this male-dominated uh, environment and creating awareness on the challenges that many women face and creating a platform where these challenges can be discussed openly. And we're still in the startup phase, but the feedback that we got so far has, has been great. I think that's a fantastic initiative. I really do. Now, to close out um, kind of on this topic, and my last question for you, Alina, what are some actionable ways that sales enablement can help remove barriers to to really ensure equity in the opportunities to succeed for all reps within the organization. Yeah, so I talked about this central position, right? And what I really, really love about sales enablement is that central position in our organization. And even though we are reporting into the commercial organization and we're really driven by our ambitious goals and our KPIs and sales performance, our enablement team connects and collaborates with so many different st stakeholders from different departments we just know a lot about the company's processes, about the people, our customers, and we can use that position um, to connect people, you know, from our product development team in Ukraine to our regional marketeers in the US in order to create impactful content or create beautiful demo environments. And it allows us to play a key role in overcoming those cultural biases that, that you see when you work with people from different countries and different regions, creating connections between people that go beyond their inner circle of the team or the country that they work in. And that's what I really love about this position that we have in an enablement team. Alina, I have enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you so much for making the time. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me and good luck with the, the rest of your podcast. 
Thank you. To our audience, thanks for listening. For more insights, tips, and expertise from sales enablement leaders, visit salesenablement.pro. If there's something you'd like to share or a topic you'd like to learn more about, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you.